0: Potty, we're here, mate. And we're much more chirpier today. Can the blue the blues, blues. made big origin review ep- episode three. So origin three review yep. for twenty twenty three. Series gone,
1: but series done. As they like to say in the commentary, pride restored.
0: Yeah, I mean you're only as good as your last performance, really, That's aren't right. you? That's so, right. So um should we get into the discussion?
1: Let's jump right in, mate. The Rugby League
0: final was a big Wembley occasion. Oh, get that idea! I love that, mate, we're here. Origin Review, special episode, the sports detention. All the listeners, welcome. Thank you for joining us. You're much appreciated. Potty?
1: We're happy. We are happy, mate. We are happy. Hello to all the listeners out there. Hope you are as happy as we are this morning. And if you're not, bad luck Queensland. Yeah, we're chipper. Up. Yep, bad bloody luck. You can't have it all. Mate, mm. should we jump into a bit of um the, the whole show? And let's start with yeah. the pre game.
0: Yeah, we'll go. We'll review everything. Yeah, I mean, because it's really important that uh, we leave no stone unturned, not especially the on the back of a, a fantastic New South Wales victory. Mm. Um. Pre-match entertainment, mate. 6.60. Who the fuck are they?
1: Who the fuck are
0: 6.60? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the way they talked them up on Channel 9's coverage, yeah. and like a, um, we had a conversation off air, and I said, I don't usually watch the pre-match, but, you know, as a sucker for misery, I thought, you know what, there's a potential that we could be swept in mm-hmm. this, and I need to be a man I need to front up, and I need to watch everything, and I need to drink it in. Yeah, you know, because what it is is when you have great successes, it's often fueled by the failures of the past. So if there was going to be a failure last night, I had to embrace it.
1: Yeah. So um, well done, mate. That's brave, braver than me. I didn't watch some of the commentary in the in the lead up, but I certainly watched. Pre-game entertainment.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they're talking about this 660. I've never heard of them before. I've heard of the Sixers from um, Yellowstone, where yep. Jimmy goes to the Sixers down oh, yeah, in Texas. The yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah. I mean, the Sixers, I mean, those guys can, they can wrangle the cattle.
1: I've heard of the Sydney Sixers.
0: The Sydney Sixers, yeah. yeah, yeah? Yep. That's in the, in the 2020.
1: Yeah. Haven't heard of 660. Haven't heard of 660. And if uh, last night's performance is anything to go off, I won't be hearing much oh, I all. mean,
0: it was, yeah, it was very... I mean, it was reggae slash love song. It was was not origin-like. Now, I would go out on a limb, mate, and I would say pre-match entertainment, if you're going to put Kiwis, if you're going to give us Kiwis, if it ain't OMC Mm. or Crowded House, I'm not interested.
1: I agree, (laughs) mate. I agree.
0: Lord, forget about it. Maybe look, I would go a little bit of south side of Bombay. What's the time, Mr. Wolf? Oh, from What's Warriors? Wow. Maybe maybe we could go with that. Yep. But Dead said, give yourselves an uppercut. Now, I was speaking with my, my uncle over the weekend and he was saying that he's actually booked to go on a, a cruise ship um, at the end of the year, and it's the boat of rock. Boat of rock. And guess who's on the boat of rock?
1: Is it six sixty?
0: Not 660, oh, no, because no. otherwise you'd be giving your, your <laughs> tickets back and you'd be asking for a refund. <laughs> Jimmy Barnes and Daryl Braithwaite are on the boat of rock. Oh, wow. So it tells me that they're available,
1: Potty. They're available. They're
0: avi- available. So how could you not wrangle Jimmy Barnes or Daggs Braithwaite yep. to come and play at the Origin? Could you imagine horses? Oh, mate. One summer. One summer, mate. How good As the days be? go by. As the days. Go. Mate, Jimmy Barnes, and Jimmy Barnes is a staple. Yeah. I mean, the, the hits are endless.
1: But, you know, we, there's mm, lots of Australian talent out there. Oh, I was on a bit of a trip last last week, so I was in the car for a significant period of time. Best of Powderfinger, best of Silverchair. Yeah. Like, well, let's get a reunion going. Get him in. What about the Oils? Mate. What are they doing these days?
0: It is the jewel in our crown of rugby league, mate, state of origin, and they need to be better when it comes to selecting
1: yep. pre-match
0: entertainment. I mean, even Tim O'Matic was better.
1: Yeah, oh, Tim O'Matic. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll tell you what, mate.
0: So, that, that was the Billy start. Billy Idol back?
1: Billy he Idol. He
0: loves his footy. <laughs> he loves his footy. Um, oh. Look, it was pretty good um, leading into the match in terms of, you know, there wasn't too much dribble and I think it was a very lacklustre lead into the match. I mean, there wasn't overly all that, you know, dribble about how Queensland are just the underdogs and all that sort of stuff because it was a dead rubber. Yep. So I, I didn't have to punish myself with that. But um, what New South Wales did get right and I don't know if this was the precursor for the rest of the match, was when they came out, and it was a long walk. Mm. I mean, they talked about it on the on the f- coverage about how they got to walk across from the Centre of Excellence under the tunnel. I don't mind it. I think it's great. It's, yeah. You know. However, when they came out, they came out to enter Sandman.
1: Yeah.
0: Now... If you know anything about college football, yeah, you that? would know that Enter Sandman is the entry song for, I believe it's the Virginia Tech. Yeah, it
1: is. Uh, and they do it well. They do it really well. They, but we're talking about PAX Stadium. Pack Stadium. tradition. We're not talking about a one-off. This is every single time they play at their home stadium.
0: Yeah. So what we need to do as a public services announcement for the people of New South Wales is there needs to be a video explanation on how to correctly welcome your team into a stadium with Enter Sandman. Now, we'll put it up on the socials, the video of Virginia Tech's fans... Absolutely. I don't know how the stadium stays standing the way they are jumping up and down when enter Sandman comes on. However, we've got to do that for New South
1: Wales. We do. We we absolutely do. It's an opportunity here. It it seemed like because there was a video that came out um I think it was only last week uh, uh, on the socials um from Virginia Tech and, and and it's been around for a long time but they were showing NTCMN. there was a very famous one a couple of years ago when they first went When back they to came this.
0: back from COVID. Yeah. yeah, that's right.
1: And um but it looked like a bit of an afterthought to me like somebody in um marketing had seen this in the so, last oh, week and yeah. gone, "Let's just chuck this Let's
0: on. let's do it. look if we if we have identified something that hasn't been used in rugby league, Enter Sandman, you know, and we can see, but you've got to, you've got to have the crowd. So the players look pretty pumped when they were coming out to Enter Sandman. And I mean, what a jam. However, you, the crowd needs to be bouncing. Yep. So you basically got to put out a social media thing of Virginia Tech and just get the players together and go, Hey guys, this is how you do it. Yeah. And... If you could put it out, you have the ability to set up a home tradition that I think people would pay a ticket to go and be a part of.
1: Oh, 100%. So college football does this really well. I think it might be the University of Wisconsin. Don't quote me on that, but I think it might be who do do it to jump around. Yes, so, and yes. Is, that is just absolutely phenomenal if you see that one as well. So yeah. I agree, mate. I think um, that is an opportunity. That is something I would... Pay a ticket for just to be a part of, and if you want to do it to enter Sandman, well, there let's aren't do many, it. Yeah, let's there aren't many let's go outcomes.
0: all in. Let's go all in. Yeah, and no, I've seen that jump around. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: a ripper. Yeah, I'm not sure how there's not injuries every <laughs> yeah. single. Yeah,
0: but it's. I mean, if this if this is what you want to set in terms of the fan experience, the tradition, and go. This is us. And you know I, the fact that yes they've done it over there, but who hasn't copied a great thing? Yeah, like well, it's, yeah. it's no, it hasn't been done in rugby league. We'll have it.
1: Yeah, why not?
0: And let's make it our thing. Yeah, I reckon uh, we could agree on that.
1: And maybe it could filter. Maybe it's something that could begin at Origin, and you could you could see it filtering all the way in club land. I mean, can you? Well, imagine? I
0: mean, we've st- we've already started it with the the got the Viking clap.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's you right,
0: know, 100%. Pan- Panthers have Hell's Bells. Yep, you know. So,
1: what could they have a comeback? I mean, you know, can you imagine that? Rock and its Panthers versus Parramatta. Maybe ah, oh,
0: I got, I've got it. Come on, mate. Wham, wham. Wake <laughs> me up before you go go. Oh, how
1: good would that be? And
0: me, like uh, Mitch Moses comes out with maracas. Oh. <laughs> what do you reckon, mate? I'm in. <laughs> I'm all in
1: on that. All uh. right. So
0: back to the back to the heavy stuff. Um, so pre match. You know, you could have the shittest pre-match entertainment, but if you nailed Enter Sandman, yep. I mean, that's that's a game changer. Oh, 100%.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine the atmosphere? They talk about Suncorp Stadium being the cauldron, you know, how hostile that is. Can you imagine Queenslanders coming into uh, 60,000 New South Wales fans all oh, screaming bro. Enter Sandman?
0: Yeah, and and going back to our our Kiwi friends who provided the uh, the entertainment. I I I do make jokes, but OMC obviously uh, rest in peace to the uh, the lead singer of the Atara Millionaires Club. Yeah, how bizarre. <laughs> how bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mate. Uh, getting into the match. Um, yeah, what do you think, mate? So a, a victory for New South Wales.
1: Victory for New South Wales, which was. Um, really good from a New South Wales supporter's point of view, uh, obviously. 24-10. 24 uh, yes. Look, you know, comfortable victory for New South Wales, to be fair. I thought we um, the, the only time Queensland looked dangerous was off kicks. They nearly scored an extra couple of kicks, so their kicking game was on point and they mm. were dangerous in the air. Brilliant try by Hammer. Um, but look, New South when you break it down, it's really simple. New South Wales defence was the best it was all series, and their attack... Especially
0: ups, that wide defence. Yeah. Oh, it
1: was. It was fantastic. They couldn't get around. Uh, Stephen Crichton in defence was just...
0: Yeah, just some really good plays, yeah. defensive plays. Exceptional.
1: Um, um, Keon uh, Kuala Matangi was brilliant in It was a tradesman-like
0: well. performance from uh, Kuala Matangi, yeah. and obviously that's Jake Jake Travojevic in the guts. Oh, yeah. I mean...
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I thought that was, you know, key to our victory. Queensland simply couldn't just come down the other end and a simple shift and a block play led to points, which it did in Game 1 and Game 2 mm. far too easily. And because New South Wales were able to turn them away in defence, they were able to build, build an attack. And speaking of attack, their attack was... looked the most dangerous it had in... I'll, I'll go as far to say... Two years. Yeah. S- since you go back to game two of 2021 where Latrell Mitchell and Tommy Trevojevic were just in rare, rare form and were just tearing shreds off everyone, that was the best our attacks looked in two years.
0: I thought, um, and we'll get into the Aaron Raper medal later on, but um, Cody Walker, was he was a massive difference last night. Just yep. his direct running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when, it, when he plays for South Sydney, um, there's been comments made um, often around his decision-making in passing and the fact that he very rarely gets it wrong. Yep. Um, you know, there was a couple of loose passes there. And he does he does throw a loose pass, but it, it is very, very rare. So that ability to not only run the ball, because yep. he's pretty dangerous when he pokes his head through, hmm. but that ability to have that decision-making in giving the right pass at the right time, was the reason that, you know, Josh Adokar got some fr- fresh air. Yeah, and I, I touched... you called for that in, yeah. in in the Origin 2 review, is the fact that he hasn't got any fresh air. Bradman Best looked great. Yeah. You know, he was very, very strong in his running. And, um, you know, I think, to be fair to Bradman, you know, a lot of our discussion around his selection was, was more about the fact that is he really... The best centre for the position at the time. It's not about his qualities as a footballer because he's a bloody great player. Yeah, we know he's got. And he's twenty-one. Yeah, we know
1: he's got a nine out of ten performance in him.
0: I, I mean, my reservations were around. You've got Katoni Staggs who's sitting there who has been there, had a crack, and looks like he's not going to get another crack. Which I don't think was fair. No, that was where my critique was.
1: And Bradman, best, well done, Bradman. Wouldn't take anything away from that performance, but I'm not sure that um Katoni Stags wouldn't have done exactly the same thing no, as well.
0: I think Bradman runs Bradman's very quick. Yeah. I mean people don't realize how quick Bradman best is. Yeah. You know, he is and and I think looking at hindsight if I was to say that I was wrong in my in my judgement on that it would possibly be that Katoni Stags has the ability to break a line better than Bradman best. Mm. Bradman needs a bit of space. Yeah. However, when he gets that space and Cody Walker creates that space with his ability yeah. to ball play at the line, I mean, Bradman's probably your man there. Yeah. So I would, I would have to hold my hands up and say that I probably got that one wrong.
1: Something else that I would hold my hands up and say that I probably got wrong was um, criticism around um, New South Wales' ability to adjust tactically. I thought they did that well last night. Mm. So under the... Tutelage of Billy Slater, Queensland's defensive line has been very aggressive uh, and very up and in your face. And over the last five games, I feel like New South Wales has really struggled to combat that. And I thought Mm. they did that in two ways last night. Number one, they were turning the ball back in a lot early. So it was catching out forwards who perhaps weren't, they weren't just trying to shift and just pushing it. Number two, I haven't seen a team play with that amount of depth. I thought it was a flashback to the 90s. Like, mm. they were willing to sacrifice 10, sometimes 12, 15 metres at times to go around Queensland. Yeah. Well, you, you saw Josh
0: Adokar when he received the ball. He was well and truly... He still had five yards to, to beat his outside man. I he mean, did. he's got the pace to do it. That's right. But... Um, Looking at, I mean, and that was the debacle of game two, was the whole bat on.
1: Yeah, that's right. They were playing yeah. too flat for the We'll call it bat on gate. Yeah.
0: Because it was a disgrace. It, it was, was, you know, just – there was a – but in saying that, when it comes off, it's bloody good because, see, Kel- Tangi's little bat on last night, mate, that yeah. was a thing of beauty. It yeah. was sort of outside of the hand and, yeah. Pretty impressive. But uh, to see uh, Bradman Best just playing that centre role where it was a quick tip on to, to Ad Car who got space, took yeah. him on on the outside, it was great.
1: Yeah, fantastic. And But I think
0: it um, if we bring it right back around, I think it all comes off the back of Cody Walker's direct running and his playmaking ability at the line.
1: Yeah, definitely. And and because of the way he plays, they did need to give him a little bit more room to, mm. to, to make that decision. But – it it's been what I've been screaming out for for a couple of years now. Josh Adokar's played 15 Origins or thereabouts. And last night was the first time I remember seeing him in clear space. Yeah. And we saw what he can do.
0: And Joey called for it. I mean, he didn't... Yeah, I, I mean, I'm struggling with Joey in, in the commentary box. But he, he he brings a really good expert analysis. I, and that's only because I'm, I want unwavering bias yeah. in my in my origin commentary.
1: Like the Queenslanders get. Yeah.
0: So but Joey, I mean, he was onto it. Yeah. He said Queensland's coming up. Xavier Coates found himself pretty much marking Bradman best yep. most of the time if there was a shift. I mean the option there there was the kick. Yeah. You know, the kick. And um you know, so I think looking moving forward, you know, if Queensland want to continue to play that defensive structure out wide there's going to be opportunities there for New South Wales to exploit that.
1: 100%. And I thought um, uh, Mitch Moses was very good as well for New South Wales in the way that Daily Cherry Evans is very good for Queensland. I, I made, I believe I made this comment um, in the lead-up or the, the, the review last time, was Daily Cherry Evans, what he does well is he lets Cameron Munster be Cameron Munster. He mm. lets... Kaelan Ponga or Reese Walsh or Ben Hunt or whoever it is, be them. I'll handle the kicking. Yeah. I'll steer the team around. You just show up wherever you want, wherever it's looking good, and you get it done. And and Mitch didn't really have the highlight reel, but I think he took something like eight runs last yeah, night. Yeah, he was good.
0: Yeah, and and, that, and it was early
1: too. Yeah. So in you know he,
0: he looked to poke his head through early, so that keeps the defensive line. And his two minds. And
1: his kicking game was was excellent. A couple of times his big, long kicks got New South Wales back We We
0: point. talked about it on the Sports Detention podcast where we looked at, you know, that Mitch Moses, he's, he's got such a boot on him yeah. that he was just sitting five, six yards behind. He was, yeah. And then just just hoofing it down the other end of the field. And I think it works.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. Because he gets so much hang time as well. It gives the chases an extra meter or so, and what that allowed Cody to do is Cody could just sit back and you could see he was just looking, 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 and then all of a sudden he'd have his over-riding call yeah. and he'd get the ball.
0: And it was interesting. They picked it up on commentary last night and they, they talked about it, but how Mitch Moses' his kicking style where he gets the hang time on himself yeah, and if there is any collision or is there any, is any contact with him, that it's generally going to end up as a penalty because he actually, he himself hangs just as long as the football does. He
1: does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so. Um, And given the current climate of the game. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
0: Roughing the passer.
1: Roughing the passer. Yeah, mate, so um, defensively and um, uh, offensively, we were the best we'd looked in a long time and it got me thinking. I noticed something different in the coaches box last night for New South Wales. Did you spot anything there?
0: Um I saw there was a there was a familiar face. Let's yeah.
1: call it the Ivan factor. The Ivan factor. The Ivan factor.
0: So the debate is, was he just just after the best ticket in the house, was he or <laughs> do you reckon he's had some
1: input? Yeah, you're suggesting they was sold out and he really wanted to go to the game.
0: I'm suggesting he probably just threw, threw Freddie a text and said, hey, mate, I want to come and check it out. You've got a, got a spare seat. <laughs>
1: Do you reckon he said to him, mate, I've just been given the job for next year? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. I hope not. From um, a
1: Panthers fan's p- point of view. I
0: mean, I'd be more more than happy for Ivan to coach, but, you know, NRL, you you need to give us a four-week block, winter break. Yep.
1: Winter oh. break. Winter break. Hundred percent. Let's get with the times.
0: Um, speaking of the winter break, speaking about the four week block, uh, let's kick on with that because I th- I felt the intensity last night was NRL like. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an Origin intensity. So you know, as much as we've we've praised the great defensive work from New South Wales, um, the ability to you know just play that tradesman like performance. Queensland were were rubbish. You know they you know they've they've been good all series but they were rubbish in terms of their intensity in terms of the you know just that that hunger that you know the fatigue factor wasn't in the game. Yeah. And that was very notable by the fact that there was no injuries. Yeah. You know, if you think about the the players that were dropping like flies earlier in the series because it was played at that intensity. Going back
1: to Game 3 last year, I think we had um, three players ruled out in the first five minutes. Cam yeah, Murray, I mean, Selwyn uh, Cobo Selwyn knocked Cobo. himself out. Yeah, basically was a non-factor for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, so that's obviously going to play a factor. You know, I, I mean, I, as much as I was really, really pleased with how New South Wales played and... Uh, you know, the the fact that they were tradesman-like in their performance. Yeah. I, I think, obviously, the intensity of the game is different. And Ashley Klein, you know, he's not the worst ref, you know. I I, I mean, I I've, I'm very reluctant to, you know, poke blame at referees on things, but I think we need someone new. You know, yeah. we need a. I think it's almost got to the point where Ashley Klein is too big for Origin, and so, same with Jared Sutton. Yeah, okay. is because they they feel as though they've got so much control over the game that it starts to impact the game. I would like to see a young one of the younger referees come in, who could be a little bit intimidated by Origin. Yeah, because by that way, you're just allowing a little few things to flow, yeah. like to have a penalty in the first 90 seconds of an Origin game. Yeah. You know, that's that's just it's not.
1: Yeah, I think twice, and it might have been for both states. We saw a penalty (laughs) on the fourth or or fifth tackle, thirty-nine meters out. It's like,
0: and there was a couple of penalties that I uh, for ruck infringements uh, early in the piece. Where I'm like, isn't that just a six again? Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's where I feel as though uh, a less experienced referee coming in, who's you know, obviously they're all quality. The referees, they all, you know, they all sing off the same hymn sheet. Yeah. You know, so I don't think there's that much of a, you know, of a difference between a referee in terms of their decision-making because they've got all the tools in their hand. I think it's the ability for the referee to understand the enormity of origin and what, you know, oh, we'll let that one go. Well, yeah. you know, let's keep the keep the flow of the game going. And I think Ashley Klein has probably just got that wrong all series.
1: Yeah, well, it's an interesting idea. My fear is that they would let too much go. So I'm okay with that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not because I think we saw, and this is going back 10 years ago now, we saw some games that were just so incredibly slow and so incredibly ridiculous what was happening. I think you need to have that balance, and my fear is that a... my fear, but is this
0: is what the six again was meant to eradicate. It so was meant to. yeah, so I I'm mine's more around the the fatigue factor in the game. It's not yeah. about just being slow and you know, so all that. So I, I'm thinking you, you you're still giving the infringements, but you're giving the six again as opposed to giving you know arm up penalties.
1: So my my suggestion would be um uh, maybe a rookie or a younger one who would be intimidated. Um, and go the other way, maybe you need to bring back the badge.
0: Ooh, maybe badge. You need
1: to, like he's been a couple of years out of it, but yeah. maybe there's a referee that's not too far out of it that doesn't referee NRL every week who you could bring back for the series, who is a specialised origin referee, mm. and you could say, mate, your job for the year, Bill Harrigan. Yeah, bit oh bring back Bill Harrigan. <laughs> Bill Harrigan. Well Gordy can no longer do commentary. Uh, He's been sent. Um mate. but um that's only because Bill Harrigan's a cheat, apparently.
0: <laughs> well, I know who was a cheat, who was a referee. Barry Gomes or oh, Resty Soul. Yeah. Dead Set. The grasshopper. He was
1: unwaveringly Queensland. So th- in all of his dick. De- I his believe there are decisions. a couple of stories about um Barry, and one of them was um. Uh, Wally um, would actually speak to him and say, mate, come on, need a penalty here. And um, sure enough, a, a set, set of six later. And um, I, I I think it was Barry where somebody spoke to him about it, says, mate, you, you ref nine origin games in Queensland, won um, eight penalty counts. And he says, oh, well, everyone has a bad day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just had eight. Uh,
1: um, yeah, so
0: the The intensity of the match for me it was NRL like, and I think the lack of injuries and fatigue are an indication of that intensity. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll take the win. I thought it was a it was a good win. We yeah. can only you can only beat what's in front of you. Oh,
1: exactly. And
0: I and I think um, you know this myth of Queensland spirit. Where was it last night? Yeah. Because you could have really hammered it home on a on a clean sweep, and it was just non-existent.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we get speak. back in your box. Yeah, 100 percent. And um, <laughs> I um, something to look forward to for next year. However, I still have the belief there needs to be dramatic changes. Mm.
0: Oh, I, I absolutely I agree. I think Freddie, it's a it's that's a farewell game for me. Yeah. Um,
1: I'd well, interestingly enough, um, just as the game was starting last night, the play by play commentator T- Tomo, um, yep. I think, was um, and he said. He, he actually said, oh, will it be another Queensland victory or will it uh, uh, a swung song for Freddie? And it sounded like he knew something the way he said yeah. it. Now, I don't know. The
0: way Freddie carried himself at the end of the game told me that there was probably something up. He was yeah. quite pleased but reserved. Yeah. He was having quite long conversations with even Queensland coaching staff, so yeah. Jonathan Thurston and the like. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I don't know it'll be a watch this space but – Obviously, other than Danny Badiris being on TV last night, that was obviously due to the media mm. um, block for the players. But, you know, is Danny Badiris an option there? Is someone fresh with some different ideas? I, I don't know. He hasn't. He's not coaching, essentially. But we we've, ha- I- we've already discussed that as not really being a main criteria, being an origin coach.
1: Yeah, so if, you, if you're going to go with someone like Danny Badiris, who's a Blues legend, who I'd have no problem with... I'd be keeping Ivan in the box, yeah, or someone of that. Like someone, get someone in who can handle strategy, and you, you don't even have to have them a part of picking the team or the selection process. Just say this is the team. I need your help. You like, got to have an ear. Yeah. So yeah. they talk about Mel Meninga and how great that team was. And the unsung heroes of that team were um, Michael Hagan and uh, Neil Henry, I think, who yeah. basically handled it strategically. Then Mel would come in and give his inspirational speech. Yeah. And
0: so, I mean, there's no, you know, there's there's no secret here that having the ear of a good coach mm. is. So, you know, the Billy Slater doesn't. Not talk to people. I'm sure yeah. Billy Slater talks to Craig Bellamy, he talks to his you know, those who've had any impact in his career. It's what play you know, players, coaches and the like do. Well, so
1: Josh Hannay, who's a who's a great assistant coach and they reckon will be in the um uh, first grade um scene very, very soon has he's an assistant at Queensland, so I think he's got a fair bit to do with their mm. gameplay.
0: Um Xavier Coates, Valentine Holmes, Murray Toolangi, they were very quiet last night. Yeah, very, very quiet. Cool. I think it was a very good oh, indication. Our Holmes through
1: a nice forward pass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> playing, playing for the Jets again. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, which I think spoke a lot about you know Queensland's fluidity with their with their attack, which just wasn't there. It was almost yeah. just set after set, just try and get through it. Um, obviously, the hammer. He it was. Individual brilliance yeah. that sort of uh, kept Queensland in, in with a sniff there, but um, obviously speaking about the intensity, I know I've been harping on about it, but I'm going to go again. Short kickoffs, mate. Yep. You know you don't see that in a decider, so no. that for me told me that far out. It's it's an all star style match. You yeah. know, it's almost like the season's done. We we got an all stars walk through.
1: Yeah. yeah, like what were Queensland down at that stage? 14 points with 22 to go. That's not insurmountable. Mm. The Queensland spirit, as they like to talk about, would have been let's kick long, let's tackle hard, let's get our advantage back defensively, yeah. and let's be willing to play to the 90th minute to get this win. And they weren't
0: oh they and went for a, a eleven yard kickoff yeah. and Dally Cherry Evans was onto it. It was planned. Yeah, so, it paid off. So but paid off, but yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's unorigin like no, that. That's right. Yeah. But um I've just got a, a little um a little video that I would uh like to show you, mate, before we'll have the uh the listeners in on this one. Um Fatty Vaughton, prior to the series, mate, uh, he had a few choice words that I'd like to share with you, mate. Charles, think New South Wales are going to pick the best side that they can possibly pick, and
1: look, they're, they're just a team full of superheroes. And look, oh, look we know, <laughs> we know, we can't possibly win. It happens every year. We can't win, we can't win. Look at them, they're superstars, you know, look at them in their $2 million contracts, every single player. They look good, they're prettier than us. But you know what? I think the battlers, the mighty battlers in the maroon jumper, God, this jumper stinks. It's been at the bottom of the cupboard for 40 years. The battlers, Queenslanders, unite. We can do it again.
0: Well, you didn't do it, Fatty. Yeah. You didn't do it. You could have had a sweep, but where was your Queensland spirit? It was nowhere to be seen.
1: You know what, mate? I think we should make a pact here on the sports detention. And we've we've spoken about it before, but we need to have direct influence here. We're not having this Queensland underdogs oh, anymore. Mate, You've won 14 out of, of the last 18 series. That's it. Yeah, We are going out of our way now. To put Queensland on the pedestal you guys deserve. Oh yeah. 18. Favourites. Yeah. You are favorites in every game from now until Origin finishes. Yep. Um
0: couple of little talking points moving forward, mate. Um Brian Torr, mm. he struggles under the high ball, mate. What did you think of that?
1: Yeah, he does struggle uh, under the high ball, or did he struggle last night under the high ball because mm. Xavier Coates is such a weapon? Um, yeah,
0: I mean, Hammer, the Hammer was on that side, yeah. Um, but the Hammer won those won those duels and the, the backpack. back, and he's you know, I I think it's more so those players. So, oh, yeah, okay. You know, Xavier Coates and Hammer so on the on either side. Yep. I think they're just better under the high ball. I don't think Brian is bad under the high ball. You see him for Penrith all the time. He's, he's safe as nails, majority of the time.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, sorry, you're right. Murray Tualangi was um, the other one who was getting over the top. Um,
0: is it just so, is it something tactically that New South Wales need to be aware of? Because Queensland are now going to, you know, I mean, they're going to target that. It was like um, back in 2004, the World Club Challenge, where I, I believe it was Michael Gillette. Oh. Michael Gillette, who was playing for the Bradford Bulls at the time, put up bombs to Reese Wesser, and everybody realized that Reese Wesser couldn't catch. Yep. So, the most devastating fullback in the competition, <laughs> and Gillette just peppered him with these bombs, and everyone's like, oh, he we've worked catch. it out. <laughs> he can't catch.
1: Oh, look, um, I don't think that it's. Um Queensland are going to try to exploit it, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, it means your kicking game is going to have to be on the money in order to ex- exploit it, which it has been all series yeah. and they've got the kickers to make it happen. No club seems to do it, which, you know, I could be mm. because def- uh, defensively Penrith don't give other teams the opportunity to do it as much. They're very good defensively. Um, I-, I just – maybe there are only certain players – who have that skill set to really expose somebody like Brian Toho. So New South Wales, will have to think about it tactically. Um,
0: well, Xavier Coates, I mean, he was always good under the high ball throughout his career, but since he's gone to Melbourne, he has that very, very distinct specky take. Yeah. He gets the knee into the back. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, you can tell he's workshopping with the AFL crew down there. because yeah, yeah. And, you know, Bloody impressive! I don't think there's you
1: can't combat it. No, you can't combat it. What you, you need to, uh, and the fact that you can't put pressure on the kicker, well, only, that that plays into it as that, well. That plays into it as well. You're getting more kicks on the money, but I guess uh, Brian Toho's stature—he's not the tallest man—creates no. that um creates that possibility. Um, I defensively, you've just got to work. They're probably going to exploit it throughout a series.
0: So, so. To combat that, yeah, what do you what do you think about the suggestion that Stephen Crichton within the red zone defends on the
1: wing? Well, they work together week in week out. Am I correct in saying that they defend on the same side? Yeah, in, um, I believe so. So I think being able to interchange that yep. wouldn't be an issue. My question would be, Crichton on the wings fine defensively. How does Tahoe go defending in the center?
0: He's, he's actually, if you watch Brian Tahoe defensively, he's a, he's very good. He's oh. actually quite good defensively, even coming in and making tackles.
1: Yeah, so d- decision-making-wise, he's he's, yeah. he's quite
0: good? I, I believe so, yeah. yeah. I think he's very, very... Just as he's effective in his contact metres post... You know, in his metre advantage post-contact, yeah. he, he he can hit. Yeah. And he, he makes good reads.
1: So, yes, yeah, so, so that's definitely an option. I guess the other thing you have to say is... How big an issue is it? Like Brian Toho, relatively good in the air. I mean, he's good. He yeah.
0: he doesn't. I I mean, last night he he, dry, he fumbled a couple, but it, that's not Brian Toho. No, you know, no. Brian Toho generally he catches them.
1: Yeah. So relatively, I don't think I see many people getting above him. Maybe maybe it was just mm. uh, maybe there needs to be more pressure on the kicker. maybe there needs to be a way where you, you sort it out from a from another point of view. A, I mean.
0: Uh, Uncontested, you're letting Xavier coach. You're letting Murray to a lung, you catch the ball, and you're, you know, gang, yeah, sitting there waiting for him. As soon as he makes the ground, you, you're dragging him over the sideline.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, tactically,
0: it's there's probably something to look at because I think Queensland are going to try and exploit that in the future.
1: Yeah, I imagine they would. I, I think you could probably suggest it was a by-product of um, New South Wales' strong defence as well. Like, Mm. you think about the first two games, you didn't see it all that much, and that's because they didn't need to. They just shifted and they were able to get points. So, yeah. Anyway, they definitely could exploit it. That's an option. Um, What's not an option for me is dropping Brian Toher. (laughs) Oh, no, no. We'll we'll get
0: into that very, very soon, mate. Um, Gutho, mate. Final topic from me, mate, Gutho's impact. What do you think? As a Parramatta fan, you know, having to wait, watch it on the weekend as the Warriors put on 40 with no Gutho there. What do you think of Gutho's performance last night, mate?
1: Okay, so first of all with Parramatta, would Parramatta have won with um, Gutho in the team? Probably not, like thirty points. I thought you were going to say yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thirty points is a big um, issue to make up, but I think there are less tri scored because he organises the defensive line better, mm. and his effort and energy probably lead to more points for us. Um, so frustrating from a Paramatas point of view, uh, Parramatta fans' point of view that he didn't play to play two and a half minutes in Origin, and apparently Josh Odokar hurt his hamstring. So if he didn't I'm thinking he plays zero minutes. Doesn't get on. Doesn't get on at all. Well, that would have made him automatically
0: the winner of the Aaron Raber medal.
1: 100%. 100%. Mm. Um, Look, I just don't think... it. Like last night, New South Wales pretty much had it all their own way, so you could afford to have a spare hooker on the bench and a player who basically played no minutes, had zero influence. But I think you're going to get caught out if you try to do it in a game where the series is on the line. I think it was a bad decision having him there. Yeah. I get that Freddie did it because they had issues with um with, um with uh, the centres in previous game. Tommy Travojevic going off, and he wanted someone who could play centre. Gutho's played centre for Parramatta. He's played centre at origin level. But for me, you need to get somebody who plays, who's a bigger body who mm. you feel comfortable that, you know what, Cameron Murray needs a 10-minute spell here. I'm just going to put this player on. Queensland's done it before. KP, yeah. just going to put you on for 15, 20 minutes and all I want you to do is tackle everything that moves. I don't think Freddie was comfortable doing that with Gutho, and mm. fair enough. I think you probably could have done it with Matt Burton. Yeah. I think you probably could have chucked him in the middle and just said, you know what, mate? I want you just to sniff around everything. I want you to tackle your backside off for the next ten minutes. Get as many runs in as you can. Follow um, the play the ball around, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, that's you.
0: where that's where I think Reese Robson was really good last night because obviously he was the second hooking option. Yep. But um, in a similar way in which uh, Mitch Kenny does for Penrith. Yep. Mitch Kenny. Is alternates as a hooker with Sony Luke. But Mitch Kenny plays as a middle forward. Yeah. Like he'll stay out there and Sony Luke will come on and play dummy half. Yeah. And Mitch Kenny will just play that loose forward in the middle and his job, his modus operandi is just tackle. Tackle hard, take a few hit-ups. Yeah. That's it. And that's where he gets his rest. It's an active rest. And I think Reese Robson, I mean, that was, that appeared as though when I watched the game unfold, that was how he and Damien Cook, Operated. Yeah. Might have something to do with the bloke who was sitting on Freddie's shoulder.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, so the only reason... That dud selection decision, and I love Gutho. I'm not saying he's a dud, I'm saying that was a dud decision. I
0: heard that. That's what I heard. I heard you were saying that Gutho was a dud.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We need some X Factor. (laughs) No, um, I just think that was a poor decision, and the fact that the other 16 players got the job done stopped that from being an issue. But that was
0: also, uh, you know, had there have been injuries, we could be, you know, singing to a different tune. Yeah. What did you Um, think about Gutho, mate? I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious <laughs> that, you know, it was like, oh, he wasn't needed. But, you know, he'd probably be a really good personality around the group. Um, but also, too, when he come on for those four minutes, he was he went straight to the rock.
1: Yeah, but... Like,
0: he was yeah. just sniffing around. He wasn't playing on the wing.
1: No, but for, for that
0: yeah. two and a half. Yeah. He just...
1: But, mate... He's th- just
0: run on. He's like, I, I just want to get my beak wet.
1: Come on. <laughs> well done for throwing... Um, <laughs> Freddie a bone there. Great personality. Well, mate, on, on that note, I reckon you should get the call up next year. I reckon you'd be a great personality to have around It depends
0: team. what I've got to do. And we discussed this on our last episode of the Sports Detention Podcast. What does Freddie want from me? <laughs> what does Freddie want? What do I have to do? Do I have to do something a little strange for some change <laughs> to get Freddie's selection? I've already offered my services to Graham Arnold. Yep. But uh, look... For a Blues jersey. If I would do anything for Graham Arnold for a Socceroos cap, the things I would do for that Sky Blue jumper, mate.
1: Yeah, mate. I t- yeah, I tell you. Well, I
0: hope my wife doesn't listen to this.
1: <laughs> a great personality. What's Nico Hines got to be thinking there? Is Freddie giving him the old, it's not you, it's me? <laughs> oh.
0: Well, mate, speaking about New South Wales players and how great they are. Uh, should we get into the the count for the Aaron Raper medal, mate?
1: Let's do it, mate. And we've got to do a bit of backtracking because me and you we were... We do, yeah. We were we miserable so after the gutted. last match. We um, we forgot to give you our 3-2-1 for New South Wales. We're not going to do it for Queensland. No,
0: no. So um, looking back, uh, we had uh, Liam Martin, Brian Tau, Payne Haas, I believe, and Cam Murray, who picked up points yep. in Game 1. Um for game two, you've had uh, Mitchell Moses yeah, picked up got points for you. Um, Isaiah Yo got some points. Reese Robson uh, last night got some points. Cody Walker's picked up some. Regan Campbell-Gillard, Jake Travojevic and Keon Kalam-Metangi have all picked up points throughout the series, mate. So what about last night, mate, if you can give us your 3-2-1 for last night? 3-2-1 uh, we'll for
1: me. So I'm going to start with the one. Uh, RCG for me. I could not give it it to someone in the engine room. I thought he was... Brilliant He was in
0: our original teams to start But injury obviously was the issue there
1: Yep And uh, he's big He's aggressive He really got into I'm not saying he got it over them necessarily Or would have got it over them for the whole series But he wasn't intimidated by Some of that Queensland pack And he was absolutely loving And he got my one point last night Cody Walker Man of the match Got my two He was brilliant And I think he was the difference Attackingly Creatively Really allowed those outside backs And we spoke about that And three for me I thought he was so good coming out of, um, and you spoke about him defensively, but Brian Toho, yeah. I thought he was so good, all series coming oh, exactly. out of trouble, yeah. and particularly last night, a couple of times where I sitting there going, oh, New South Wales is going to be lucky to get to the 30, and just a charge, like, it was, it was what he does for Penrith every week, it yeah. was brilliant. So he got my three.
0: Rightio, so... Looking at um, at the score, so for me last night, um, I gave Jake Travojevic three. Yeah, okay. I thought the trade tradesman like performance of Jake Travojevic in the in the middle is just what we've missed. Yeah, um, you defensively, know,
1: defensively he stops a lot of that. Um.
0: If you compare the way that he and you know, this is no um, sort of dismissal of of his abilities as a player, but Hudson Young, if you compare the way that he Defends yep. on that edge, and the way Tyson Frizzell defends to the way that both Jake Travoyevich and Kalama Matungi defended last night, I think that's a massive difference. You know, yeah. I mean, they tied in so well, and they were just just so scrappy and tradesman like in yep. their in their defensive effort that I think that really really stopped Queensland's go forward, yep. and it really you know just kept things in control. Uh, within the middle of the ruck. And that's where my points, uh, most of my points have gone. So JT, Jake Trevojevic, thumbs up, he gets the three. Uh, Cody Walker gets the two for me, Uh, same as yourself. So basically, um, if we're looking, if I jump a bit ahead here, so Cody Walker in one game, he's moved to third in our points tally. That's, you know, that's how how impressive he was last night. And what we're
1: saying... Basically, is he was the third best player for New South Wales All-Series, and I'm happy to stand with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, moving forward, Cody Walker can play with Nathan Cleary.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think, moving forward, we saw last night, Mitch Moses was very good, uh, and Cody Walker was very good, but I don't think anyone's disputing it's Nathan Cleary's number seven jersey, and so... If I'm picking the team for next year's game one, next year Nathan Cleary is number seven if fit, Cody Walker is number six if fit, and Mitchell Moses, hey, mate, you're my backup for either of them. Either of them go down, you're wearing the six or the seven.
0: And I'm going to go as far to say that Cody Walker, 33 years of age, Cody Lyons. Cody Lyons. Cody Lyons. He is our Cliff Lyons. Yeah. And I think he's, like, the way he played last night, he's got five years left in here. Oh. He, Cody he, Walker. Like, he, he didn't come into grade till he was 25. Yeah. And, mate, the way he's playing, I, I don't see him slowing down. And the way he plays, I don't see him slowing down.
1: He's playing the game at a different pace to everyone else. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's very, very, I mean, you know, for our Indigenous players, I mean, they don't seem to age later on in their career they always still have that magic in them you know which is which is really really important to to identify as well like that's you know learn cliff lines was the best example i mean they're like fine like fine wine mate they get better with age
1: jeez cliffy was a good player um and my one but i loved watching cliffy that mustache
0: mate uh final one uh, one point was for uh, Keon I Matangi. Uh, I called for him for game one. Um, he got his shot in game three and I thought he was really, you know, less oomph mm. than a Hudson Young or a Tyson Frizzell in terms of that explosive edge running and that explosive. But I think he's got the capacity to run, you know, to make a dent on the edge. But I think last night the way he performed – was tradesman like. He yeah. just very, very astute in his defence. You you could see him moving across the field as well. He wasn't, you know, he was shifting left to right in terms of tying in with that defensive line, which was really important. Uh, Didn't get really that many options close to the line to attack the line like he does for the Rabbits. I'd go
1: as far to say that whole right-hand side from an attacking point of view was tradesmen like Brian Toho, Christian Crichton, um, Stephen Crichton, Crichton, sorry, Um, Keon Koala, uh, Matangi and... um, Mitch Moses, they just ran, they just went, they knew our job is to put ourselves in a position so the other team can have their way with that side of the, and it it worked to a a tee. So the points tail in, mate. So who is our Aaron Raper man of the series? Our
0: Aaron Raper player of the series for the New South Wales Rugby League is Brian Toho. Brian Toho. So well done, Brian. I think well deserved. Oh,
1: yeah. I think he was well deserved. D- he didn't put in a bad match, which is and for the There we go. We got some we got some hey. round of applause for Brian. And for the players who played three matches, and there weren't that many of them, but for the players who played three matches in the series for New South Wales, I thought he was a standout as far as the best player. Yeah.
0: Now, as I would do if I was standing in front of a class, let's do it again. Aaron Raper, player of the series, Brian oh <laughs> Loving it, loving it. Rightio,
1: so that's pretty much it, mate. That's the wrap. Anything else we need to add? Um, um, I don't think so. Signing off for another Origin Series. Can't say we're happy with the result of the series. Happy, Very happy with the result last night, and I guess it gives us hope moving towards next year
0: rightio before we finish up mate i agree however there is one more thing that i need to show you mate and the listeners will be able to listen into this one courtesy of nine news in queensland how's this
1: Well, after back-to-back series losses and on the verge of being swept by the mighty Maroons, some New South Wales fans are jumping overboard. Today, they were christened Queenslanders beside the mighty Brisbane River. A splash of the brown steak, and suddenly they're one of us. Look, I
0: can't say that's the greatest thing in the world, but I'd swim in
1: it for Queensland. Didn't smell as bad as what I thought it would, but. uh... <laughs> no, it's, it's it's good to be uh, baptised by one of the icons of uh, of Brisbane. So when we get the uh, Brisbane River Port over your head? Did you instantly feel like you to win up? Oh. No, <laughs> I felt cold. No, I did. I honestly, I think it Queensland Spirit, it, they're it's brilliant. They are brilliant, um, and I am really do want to be part of it. I'm sick of fighting with my kids, my husband. <laughs> well, after years of losing at the most important games of the year, these Blues fans throwing their jerseys into the river, never to be seen again. Believe it. Well, good riddance, you can you go. palookas. Now, that is absolute rubbish. That it, like That is the lowest act
0: in the history of history.
1: Mate, I'd be showing that footage... To my New South Wales team on day one of every New South Wales camp. Those jerseys floating in the Brisbane River. The brown snake. Oh, I'll tell you what, mate. Now,
0: look, I've got a firm rule, Potty. If you are, I mean, origin, this rule probably doesn't even exist for origin because origin is basically, you know, where you're born. It's origin. If you are over double digits in age... You can't change teams.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: If you are over, if you are over double digits in age, you can't change teams.
1: It, like, mate, and
0: it—that's something the, I'd expect from a little child.
1: That's right. The key word there is you can't. You don't think over the last thirty-seven years that I haven't wanted to defect from Parramatta with yeah, the pain that I've been through. I can't, mate. I can't do it. That's. Who I am. So to those who
0: have been baptised as Queenslanders and are no longer supporting New South Wales, good riddance. We don't need you.
1: Yep, you can go. Enjoy yep. your Queensland spirit. And I'll tell you what... What
0: Queensland spirit?
1: I'll tell you what, if we, if New South Wales go on and win the next five CUs in a row, we don't want you back.
0: No. And, uh, I mean, good riddance, I mean, I would go as far to say that that is, you know, those people are acting like the worst pieces of shit on this earth. Yep,
1: that is just absolutely trash. Yes,
0: yeah, so good riddance, see you, lady, enjoy your brown snake, Yep. enjoy all the, the fruits of having two heads. Yep. Yeah, you know, good riddance.
1: That's right. <laughs> all Rightio,
0: right mate. ladies and gentlemen, we are done, the Origin Series for 2023 is... Been wrapped, put a bow on it. It's all done. We'll be back next year because, unlike those Queensland sooks, Origin ain't dead.
1: Origin ain't we dead. We haven't won.
0: But yeah. Origin ain't dead. We'll be back next year.
1: And we'll be back next week with our usual um, sports detention.
0: Absolutely. Thank you to all our listeners. We will bid you good night.